You're listening to Khan Podcasts. You are listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon. It's 2 p.m. in Israel, Tuesday, December 5th, 2023. This is Arya O'Sullivan with the top news at this hour. At this hour, we're having rocket alert sound in Ashkelon and the areas around Ashkelon. The Iron Dome intercepted at least eight rockets fired at Beersheba and Hatzrim earlier. Also, launches were made towards the Gaza periphery. There were no casualties reported. Hamas claims responsibility for the rocket fire. Rocket fire at Beersheba resumed yesterday after a three-week pause. On this day, the 60th day of the war against Hamas, the IDF was intensifying its ground maneuvers in the direction of Sajaiya and Jabalia and other places in the northern Gaza Strip. Military activity has also been expanded in the southern Gaza Strip, mainly in the Han Yunus area, where it is believed that the Hamas leadership is hiding. Last night, the Palestinians reported heavy bombardment in the Khan Yunus and the Rafah regions, and this morning, Israeli tanks entered the eastern part of Khan Yunus, according to Reuters. The commander of the Southern Command, Major General Yaron Finkelman, visited the fighters in the northern Gaza Strip and praised their performance, saying, we will continue to strike them with all our might. The Israeli army was also urging Palestinian civilians to evacuate or to vacate Khan Yunus and head to safe havens that have been set up. Meanwhile, U.S. aid chief Samantha Power arrived in Egypt's Sinai Peninsula today, where she is expected to announce more than $21 million in additional assistance for the Palestinian people as part of the USAID development. In the north, hostile aircraft succeeded in penetrating Israeli airspace near the community of Margaliot in the Galilee Panhandle. It was currently being examined to make sure it wasn't booby-trapped. There were no casualties in the incident, and the roads that had been shut down due to the incident have now been reopened. And the IDF has reported that five soldiers have fallen in battles in the Gaza Strip since yesterday. They are Captain Yahel Gazit, 24, from Rakefit, Reserve Staff Sergeant Major Gil Daniels, 34, from Ashdod, and three servicemen from the 53rd Battalion of the Barak Armored Brigade fell in a battle in Gaza Strip. They are Captain Eitan Fish, 23, from Peduel, First Sergeant Tuval Tsanani, 20, from Kiryat Gat, and Sergeant Yakir Yedidia Sherlowanski, 21, from Migdal Oz. According to the IDF spokesperson, five officers and fighters also suffered serious wounds in the battles in the northern Gaza Strip. Their families have been updated. Meanwhile, an IDF spokesman has confirmed that according to the IDF count, over 5,000 Hamas terrorists have been killed since the fighting began on October 7th. Reuters reported today that 43 dead bodies were brought to the Nasser Hospital in Khan Yunus this morning, quoting officials from the Hamas-run Gaza Health Ministry. On Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu's orders, the War Cabinet rejected two decisions it was supposed to have approved yesterday and forwarded them to the decision of the expanded Cabinet. Two sources familiar with the matter told Khan that one decision concerns an American request to increase the humanitarian aid that enters Gaza, and the other decision concerns the security establishment's response to increase the quota of the Palestinian workers entering Israel from the West Bank on the pretext that it would prevent an economic crisis there. In light of the heavy Israeli strikes in the Gaza Strip, the Emir of Qatar strongly blasted Israel for what he called its heinous crime of systematically and deliberately killing innocent civilians, including women and children. Sheikh Tamim bin Hamad al-Tani, 
who is giving shelter to the Hamas leadership, called on the U.N. Security Council to, quote, force Israel to return to the negotiation table to arrange a ceasefire. He made the comments at a gathering of Gulf state leaders in Doha for a regional summit. Qatar, together with Egypt, mediated the hostage prisoner swap between Israel and Hamas. 137 abductees are still being held in the Gaza Strip. U.S. State Department spokesperson Matthew Miller believes that one of the reasons Hamas refuses to release all of the abducted women is that it wants them not to tell what happened to them in captivity. We have seen the reports that Hamas has resorted to sexual violence and rape. We have no reason to doubt these reports, the U.S. spokesperson said. Israeli abductees who were released from Hamas were given tranquilizers and vitamins to return so that they looked happy. This is what the representatives of the Ministry of Health revealed in the discussions at the Knesset Health Committee today. The chairman of the committee called on the Ministry of Health to distribute among health organizations around the world a detailed report of the medical findings which were discovered upon the return of the abductees. And the forecast, a drop in temperatures from midday, scattered rainfall accompanied by isolated thunderstorms is expected. That's our news flash for now. Please join us at 8 p.m. Israel time for our one-hour news broadcast.